0: The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. With me is Richard Oakley, former Business Post editor and now with the PR firm Murrays and uh, Barbara Scully, author and broadcaster. And we'll pick up where we left off, which is on the news that Donald Trump is going to visit Dunebeg next month. This is uh, Barry White's story from last night um, that he is going to arrive in early May and that sigh in the background came from Barbara (laughs) Scully. You're not going to be heading towards Dunebeg to visit him,
1: no? No, no, I'm not. I'm kind of exhausted with... uh, with, um these visits that cause Oh, of seem it's such a hassle having up. all these presidents come it to see is. us. It is, it is. Well, I mean, last week you were kind of having to go, I need to get into town. Am I gonna be able to get into town? What road is closed? Do you know? Uh, oh, I'm didn't. quiet. It's only I, the US president's daughter's going out of the airport. Is that gonna require extra time? Oh, you know, the the yeah, and Donald Trump like uh yeah, no, no interest whatsoever. And I always have this awful kind of dread feeling in my stomach that we'll make a holy show of ourselves again by kind of like you know laying out the diddly-eye welcome and all that kind of <laughs> schmaltzy Well stuff, on this note see
0: I think weird. Richard there are, there are going to be two sets of approaches to the Donald Trump visit there is going to be a large cohort of people because Ireland does skew democratic if we were an American state who will be irked and disappointed that, that Donald Trump is coming and there will be a cohort of people in Clare who know on which side their bread is buttered yes. and they will welcome the man who owns the big there hotel that makes a lot of money and gives a lot
2: of jobs. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember the last time he came. Like there was red carpet, there was there was dancing girls. I think Michael Noonan went out to the airport. There was a string quartet uh, as well, wasn't <laughs> there? Think... No, I don't know if you'll get the, the the same level of reception now, but I remember at the time like journalists going down and asking the locals in Dumbag, you know, about all the kind of controversies and stuff. And they were just very focused on he, he you know he he brings jobs, he's, he's employing people and staying very focused. It's like local, you know, if you ask people about local politicians who might have done something dodgy. Well, he fixed the road, and that that was the kind of the it, it throws yes. us
1: right back as well to like two centuries ago, and the big house and the landlord and the fella. Like we seem to have that kind of built into our DNA that we revert to that, which is what makes me really antsy about the whole thing. I I hate that.
0: Well, why do you think he is doing it? Is he doing it because he thinks he can broadcast to an American political audience shots of him being welcomed in Ireland? Or is he doing it because he can broadcast to an American TV audience the fact that there is a golf resort in Clare that could do with visitors?
1: I have a feeling it's the former um you know that and in fairness for all my cynicism um i thought the joe biden visit once he got over the kind of like the el sadan and all the rest of it it was actually i mean the the the, the gig they put on in now was amazing um and i thought that that was that was all great um and maybe he just wants into a bit of that like he wants to have a little bit of that if that kind of footage is going to be part of which i'd imagine it will be biden's campaign you know his fabulous homecoming to Ireland that maybe Trump wants a bit of that in which case I think he may have misjudged it slightly. Maybe trying to
2: <laughs> highlight the fact that he, 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 he's actually investing here and, uh, you know, and maybe appealing to Irish-Americans that yeah. kind of way or you know, American-Irish voters that kind of way but uh, he could also be looking for somewhere to eventually move to <laughs> if things don't go his well, way. How he has the time to be doing this at the moment given everything else that's going on for him in America. Yeah.
0: Well this was the argument yeah. that was made by one of the opposing counsel in one of his trials where he had asked that the jury be told that he was unable to attend and the council pointed out well hang on a minute if he's able to go to UFC MMA fights he's able to show up in federal yeah,
2: court yeah. and like presumably there's going to be a cost for the taxpayer on this because uh, he's still ex-president you know he still needs to be protected in that sense so we'll be we'll be paying out for the, the, the guard. well hang on for one second Barbara because Richard yeah. has, has uh, touched a nerve on that one
0: because that is the uh, common theme coming in by WhatsApp and by text no spending taxpayers' money on Trump says one the Irish taxpayer now has to pay for security for and I quote that man to visit Ireland another is Trump not technically a private citizen now so how does that impact the security operation another Trump making a private visit should only cost Trump not Ireland for his security but surely when the Clintons come over I mean Bill and Hillary Clinton were here the other week I assume they are covered by our, well at least assisted by our security
1: I would assume they are and I mean as, yeah. a, as a former president who still don't they return the title of president even after their, he was he still called President Trump, and he will come with Secret Service. I mean, my mind was completely blown by the amount of stuff that arrived uh, with Joe Biden. I mean, you know, yeah. ha- how many aircraft came in? The Avgeek community. Their oh, it was heads amazing! It was wonderful. Fell off with the oh, amount Walt, of activity. They're wall to wall Chinooks. <laughs> Walt, Walt Chinooks something called Globemasters. Oh, don't get me started, (laughs) Barbara. Stop. (laughs) You know, I mean, to me, I was excited about seeing a 747 again, given my age. Um, They were iconic aircraft. So, I mean, is there, you know, is there a bit of, I kind of wonder, is there a bit of willy-waving as well that goes on with this? Like, because Trump has his own aircraft and all the rest of it. But uh, presumably, he won't need the level. And of course, don't
0: forget that there is some pettiness around Air Force One. Because Donald Trump had a whole paint scheme and he was all pleased with it. And he had a little model and everything. Them. Yeah. And now they've gone back to the old one and I'd say that gold.
1: Gold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would assume that the level of um uh, security coverage that we uh, as a country need to provide will be a lot less than we did. Hopefully it'll be a lot
0: It's less. still not going to be cheap though, Richard. I mean, even if you're talking a couple
2: of hundred guards, you're talking overtime, yeah. they'll have to close roads, they'll have to do all of that lark. That costs um, money. They close the beach as well, don't they? they you know, because you can access it through the beach and he's trying to build his wall there. They're You know the seawall that's been rolling on for ages that that controversy he said before as well that he didn't care about the the hotel that much when he was told that there was people kind of protesting outside it he kind of said oh you know it's only a a small investment
0: I'm intrigued by his valuations because his valuations have been an issue for him before in terms of their capacity (laughs) to fluctuate depending on what he's valuing in what context but I seem to remember. Maybe I have this wrong. I think I spoke to Donald Trump Jr. when he purchased Doombag. I think he bought it for six million. And he's now valuing It's Imagine between 50?
2: 25 to 50 and I think it, it, it's making about 5 million at the moment I think it, it was doing well before Covid then struggled a little bit on Covid I remember we heard one say that it might be for sale and we looked into it and we we, we received very vociferous phone calls from high up within the, within the family kind of confirming to us that it, that it wasn't and we, we got the wrong idea here yeah this was back in the business post so they, they still seem to be very fond of it
1: Presumably I mean this is obviously a private visit and he's going to stay in better. Like, is he? We're not going to have to put up with them going anywhere else, are we? Well, you see, well, if we go <laughs> by, he's not going to land up to Dublin. We're, like, we pass is on your wishes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where would you like him to stay? Just in Dunebeg, I think. I love the way your
0: analysis land. of presidential visits is based entirely about <laughs> how easily own? you yes. can get into town, Absolutely, Barbara. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I think publicity-wise, if we go by previous examples, he is unlikely to go anywhere where large crowds <laughs> if he can't control <laughs> are going to show up. A text saying, um, "County Clare locals got the Dune." hotel built to help local employment Trump came in later post Tiger crash Claire not in awe it's all about local jobs another I'm definitely not a Trump fan most people don't want him on our little island as for who pays is most of our tax not generated by US companies Mm -hmm. Uh, another, I think it's great Trump is coming and we should extend a welcome. Keep in mind he may get elected so let's not get there, ahead again, of ourselves. You see there's
1: a wise person <laughs> there. Yeah. What's that called? Uh, running with the sheep and chasing with the wolves or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've lots of principles but we'll, we'll change them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should say, by the way, that the front pages of the papers are all about the GSOC officer who resigned amid allegations that he was at a party attended by Jerry the Monk Hutch. We are going to be talking about that in some detail coming out of 10 o'clock because we'll be joined by Paul Healy who is chief reporter of the Irish Daily Star and he's the man who broke that story. So if you're wondering why we haven't addressed it, it is that we will be addressing it at some length later in the show. Inside the papers, particularly I think this is the Irish Independent, very interesting stories, uh, Barbara, relating to Uh, surgical tourism and roadshows promoting surgical tourism. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, um, um, a well-known fact that people uh, do go abroad to have particularly bariatric surgery and cosmetic surgery, which is much cheaper um, uh, done abroad. So now some of these foreign hospitals are doing roadshows here in Ireland where they rock up to a hotel and they set up shop and they bring their consultants and, and whoever else and people are urged to go along and you can ask your questions and you you can have a free consultation and then you can leave your email address and your phone number so that they can continue to stay in touch with you and ensure that you uh, make a booking. What this is this is coming up now because um uh, it has the HSE have said that they are seeing a rise in the numbers of people who are presenting after surgery abroad back here in our A&E's presumably and in our GP surgeries with issues resulting from the surgeries that have to be treated here. I mean, all of that is, is, is awful and, and everything else. But really what annoys me when I see the, this kind of coverage is that instead of we never look at why, why people do this. 88% of the complications are coming from women. There are women presenting with complications. So I would imagine that the vast majority of patients who are travelling abroad for these surgeries are women. And it raises a really important question, I think, which is how women are judged all the time from the time we're girls on how we look and how we present in the world. And this uh, need that a lot of women feel that they have to undergo surgery in order to achieve what is considered to be an acceptable presentation to the world because we are judged in that way. And that is something that really annoys me. And as a mother of daughters, really... Absolutely makes me. Well, this is one of the things and, and
0: I, mad. I, I will tiptoe into this very carefully because I don't wish to be offensive. But on that note, the Irish Independent sent one of its reporters to one of these roadshows. Yes. And the reporter is Nicola Anderson. And not being past remarkable, but going by Nicola Anderson's byline, she is not a candidate for surgical intervention in no. any way, shape, or form. She was nonetheless offered a tummy tuck and lipo for four grand. And yeah. this is a perfectly healthy young woman.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean I know from stories of from my own daughters who are now in their early 20s but from the time that they were kind of 18 they had friends who were considering and the friends who, who actually did have uh, breast enhancements and bits of liposuction at, at that age when they are looking any woman will tell you, that is when you look at your absolute best when you're that age and these women still weren't happy and were undergoing surgery. Well,
0: whatever about the pressure to undergo a text saying, I'm sorry, but why are people heading abroad optimistically hoping nothing will go wrong with somebody poking needles and altering their faces? Would that it was just poking needles. They're poking scalpels in fairly yeah. significant
2: I, ways. Yeah, like, I mean, like you, you wouldn't get a plumber without looking them up on, on Google to see, you know, what kind of reviews they have, if they got five, electrician, whatever it is. Um, and then, so you're going abroad. There's no real way you can know from Ireland whether or not where you're going is, is is of a standard. You don't, you you waive a lot of the protection that you would get from Irish regulatory bodies and from follow-ups. Now, presumably, you're, you're saving on money. In fact, you're saving you're saving so much money that you can afford to travel as well and probably spend a few days in the other country. But the like i 've always moved my dentists to wherever I've been working because the idea of having to travel to like, I always try to get the dentist next door because so the idea of like haven't you know to travel to get dentistry it's not for but me to stretch but i can your, see why some people do it for, in terms of the cost to yeah.
0: stretch your plumber analogy anytime i ever do anything around the house there comes a point where you're halfway into the job where you think i am now fully committed because if i call somebody in they're going to go oh no i'm not taking this on at this stage <laughs> the same must be true in a medical condition you come yeah. back with somebody else's work
2: any local doctor's going to go oh lord what am i dealing with now uh, yeah and uh, obviously that that's like that's Highly, highly worrying because I suppose if you're a normal person who goes out to get one of these procedures, you're not going to have the in-depth knowledge of what was done and what happened and why, why, what way it was formulated or who or even, you know, who, what the clinic was that you were at. So when you go into, to, to, you know, an Irish hospital with complications, you know, they're, they're probably starting from a knowledge deficit as well. And in a lot of these cases, like there have been cases... Um, of people dying from the complications from surgeries they've got abroad. And And the travel you know the travel affects recovery and stuff as well you know.
1: But can I also state that this is not people going abroad for medically advised procedures because they are ill or they have some physical Mm. issue. This is all about aesthetics. And that's the thing that really we really need to look at that as a society. Why are we making women feel so insecure about how they look that they will take these kind of risks and go abroad and as you say
2: have serious serious surgeries done and in some cases they go alone as well they they don't want to tell you know they're not going to tell anyone about these procedures and and, you know they leave leave their family behind and off they go and they're on their own recovering in in, in hotels because a lot of those cosmetic surgery places move you to a hotel for recovery and not
0: wishing to be all grubby and mercenary about it going by some of the stories that the Independent is reporting today the check for when it goes wrong is picked up by the Irish taxpayer because there's one indication one story told of a person returning home who ended up spending I think 14 days in St Luke's 14 days in St Luke's ain't cheap and it is public health care that's picking up for what would be uh, a private procedure. Anyway, tech saying young women are usually getting these surgeries because of influencers on social media. More on that in a tick. Another, now let's not pretend it's men pushing women into these awful procedures. Women do it mainly for the approval of other women. Most men think it's awful. Either way, you still have a societal and a cultural pressure to do it. Anton, my friend is an aesthetic doctor. A mom came in with her 16-year-old demanding lip fillers for her the doctor obviously declined madness. To that thing of social media and the pressures therein, very interesting story about social media uh, in Ireland. This being TikTok.
1: Another good set Anton. No, that was very good. Thanks very much. appreciate
0: very it. I've been practising that since about <laughs> seven o'clock this morning. Yeah, the, te- the text annoying. was fake just <laughs> to just it set up. tend to
2: work <laughs> less well when you point them out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <yeah>. That's <laughs> you keep, I do. Keep it chat. on the down low. all
0: very <laughs> subtle. <laughs> So TikTok has been banned in Ireland for government departments, <laughs> officials, public servants, etc, etc. This follows a whole load of TikTok bans. India has banned it. It's banned for members of Congress.
2: Richard, why? Well, the primary reason is, that, is is they're concerned about data, um, which is obviously a concern about all kind of social media apps. But in this case, it's, it's, it's to do with the fact that this data is particularly held by a company that operates through China and the Chinese government have a thing where they can come along to companies and say we need to get data for a particular type of, of reason and from what we know about China in terms of a surveillance state of its own citizens uh, and the difficulties that creates for citizens and the lack of full democracy there uh, and the way it's kind of a controlled culture very much a controlled culture uh, is it a good idea for them to have loads of data about people that, that's that's generated from phones I mean part of another concern could potentially be that um they're controlling kind of the feeds that people are getting. And if you show people enough of a particular thing. I, I downloaded TikTok recently. I, I, I've i loads of social media apps. I was using it. Um, I've seen and, some of your dancing videos. They're <laughs> really good. You should look them up. They're great. <laughs> I didn't post any videos. I was a lurker. I was just watching. Um, but very, very quickly, I was getting kind of far right Irish material. People, uh, you know, outside... Um, you know some of the refugee centres uh, protesting and campaigning, confronting uh, refugees on on the street. I used to kind of block this material or indicate that I didn't like it, and I'd still continue continue getting it. And it was a bit strange that I was getting this. So so eventually I just deleted the app for those purposes. I'm happy to report my productivity increased significantly. <laughs> <laughs> in the, so so I think that's that's the the, the, the key thing is high level concerns ab- about data sharing with the state that. That effectively the Chinese government
0: could reach in and say give us what you have on your users
2: internationally. Yeah and I mean if you take it to an extreme level if you were to use that in, in, in a targeted way say with reporters or you know in terms of in terms of the level of data that that the app uses and can, and can send back is, is is the main is the main concern. But I the funny thing for me is like the White House telling federal agents that they had thirty days to delete it. I don't know why they can't trust them to just delete it there and then. Um, and we've we've told uh, our government has told uh, staff yeah. as well to delete. do. You know my question is
1: if you have an official phone right and if you're a a public servant and you have an official phone. Why would you have your social media on your work phone? Would you not have that on, would you not have another phone for your your own stuff?
0: If you are a public servant and you would like to tell us how you file your social media accounts, 53116 or 87 text to say, my wife got keyhole surgery in Ireland, lost 12 stone, no after scare, aftercare with loose skin. So I assume this is some form of bariatric surgery. Yeah. Five years waiting list or... Pay fifteen hundred and go overseas. What's she meant to do? The HSE need to come in line to stop people going away, which is a fair point in relation to bariatric bariatric surgery. surgery, If you're on a long waiting list and you can get it short term, now brace yourself, Barbara, for another segue. On the topic of social media, the largest or one of the largest social media companies is, of course, Twitter, owned by Elon Musk. Interesting week for Elon Musk because his little rocket exploded. But not (laughs) only did his little rocket explode, he also took all the blue ticks away from Twitter people. Putting all of that to one side,
2: there's one person in this room who's very upset. (laughs) (laughs) Lose your blue tick. I did, I did. yeah. I used to be uh, verified. I'm uh, no longer verified. You have your
0: sympathies at this Uh, difficult time. In the middle of all of this, one of the things that he did was he took on the allegation that his dad had owned an emerald mine, or at least a large share of an emerald mine, and had used the money from this emerald mine to fund Elon's lifestyle and university education. Here's Elon in an interview with the BBC getting a bit thick. He never owned an a, a emerald mine. Something like an emerald mine would, would have like some sort of property register. There'd be like a picture of it. It's not like you can say, oh, that's my mine. You know, they're, they're, These things are hotly debated. If you've got something valuable, you have to have some property record, like a house, but, but much more important than a house. And yet there is no property record whatsoever. There is no picture of this mine whatsoever. It doesn't exist. It's fake. So he offered a huge reward for anybody who could prove that there was an emerald mine and an interesting person came forward. His father. (laughs) (laughs) Did you read this, Barbara?
1: Do you know something? I I find it very hard to read stuff about Elon Musk because I think he's a complete and utter oh come on! You lunatic. must love when a
0: man says, "Can anybody prove my dad had an emerald mine?" And his dad, dad comes out and says, "I and had an emerald dad's mine." His proof
2: was like, "I have some photos of, of gems that may have come from." Yeah, the emerald if you're mine. willing to
0: say publicly, I owned an emerald mine, you don't have to have any other proof. <laughs> that's
2: sufficient. <laughs> Best story of the oh, whole day. If you ask me. I mean, I I they Elon... don't get on either either two of them. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah and as you said, that's that, that's a kind of a. Yeah. Yeah, a common enough thing I think Elon Musk proved something that I've always suspected this is a good theory is, I heard this earlier yeah that, that very intelligent intelligence is like a circle and when you get to being really very intelligent highly intelligent you're actually only a few bits away from being really stupid
2: if
0: you theories that match this 53106 <laughs> at the cost of 30 <laughs> cent or 087 1400 Richard Oakley uh, formerly of Business Post now with the uh, PR firm Murray Group and Barbara Scully author and broadcaster thank you both very much the Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9
1: on News Talk.